0: Welcome back to the go to go podcast, man. Episode 49, another week of NFL divisional previews, man. Today we got the East AFC and NFC, your NFC champ, Philadelphia Eagles. will be talking about them this episode, along with the rest of the East division in both conferences, man. We're going to kick it off, <clears throat> first starting with the NFC. I'll let you go ahead and take the reins. Uh who you got in fourth coming in at NFC East. Um actually no you go first. I want to see what you say. Alright, well I'll let I let you go first. Yeah. Alright, I got the commanders coming in six and eleven. You know, Sam Howell just really not confident with the QB situation over there in Washington. Yeah. They got some weapons, man. Scary Terry obviously. Brian Robinson over there. Um, they signed Darren Payne, four year extension. Not a bad extension this offseason. They're looking to move Chase Young, who's the top, what, he was number two in the draft, top three pick in the NFL draft. He
1: was two at the borough, yeah.
0: Yeah. So they're looking to make a trade, maybe for a more, you know, play now guy. They declined his fifth year option. Just really the quarterback situation. The other three seem to have their guy uh so you know this a quarterback league Commanders six and one think they can win games you know they're one of new ownership kind of fun team to watch that's not really good but mm. you know they they play some exciting ball six and eleven i got them at that fourth spot in that nfc east
1: yeah so i also do have the commanders coming in at the fourth spot i had them at five and twelve so just one game off pretty much the same exact thing like you mentioned you know The big question mark is Sam Howell. How will he play? Like you kind of mentioned, I'm not too high on him, but we'll see. Kind of, you know, up and down at the end of last season, show some flashes. But until, you know, we really go out there and see what he can really do, just not comfortable, you know, saying that this is going to be a good team. But, I mean, they have a brutal schedule. I mean, their weapons, you mentioned Scary Terry. Antonio Gibson, you know, maybe is this gonna be the year he finally gets utilized like Christian McCaffrey. We'll see. Eric Bianomi is coming over as a new OCU. So hopefully, you know, that'll it'll it'll look more exciting because I mean we all know what he's done with Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense. So hopefully we can see them, you know, be more explosive. But I like their defense. You mentioned Chase Young. I think he'll end up coming back on this last year, prove a deal, try to get that contract next year. But, you know, two really good D-tackles, like you mentioned, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, who just signed that extension. And I really like their secondary, a lot of young guys, Feisty, Derek Forrest, and Benjamin St. just at corner. They just have a lot of solid players, but they just – they don't really have any – outside of Scary Terry, there's no, like, real, real top-end talent. So, like you mentioned, tough schedule, a pretty good division. I got them at 5-12. and 12.
0: Yeah, it's not – you know we're not too far off maybe this squeaky game Sam Howell young QB we'll see. number three man kind of going back and forth I almost had these records tied but I got the Giants at 10 and seven coming in in third place uh you know I think they're gonna come back Dexter Lawrence four-year deal drafted uh Jalen Hyatt uh good speed on the outside. You know, Danny Dines, he got his contract, Saquon finally reporting. This kind of made me change. I had him kind of an eight-win team. The Saquon News, you know, being the heart of that offense, I think they kind of carry it. They signed uh, Paris Hilton and Jameson Crowder, veteran on the inside in the slot. But Andrew Thomas, also one of the best tackles in the game. He just got a five-year, 117 extension as well. Uh, James Robinson also added to that running back room in New York. I think they're able to squeak out ten games at ten and seven, come third in the division. But they're, they're the Giants every year, middle of the pack, maybe you know, fighting for a chance at that third wild card spot.
1: Yeah, so I got the Giants coming in at third as well. But you seem to be a lot higher because I have them at six and eleven. I, bro, I was going through their schedule and I, I don't see, a, I don't see ten wins at all. But it's tough, man. Daniel Jones signed that big contract. Saquon, we just know with his, you know, holdout or whatever, but he's back. And he's pretty much their entire offense. But can you rely on another healthy full season from Saquon after you? We know the injury history at this point in his career. He's in what year five, six. We know the tread on his tires. Running backs don't really have that much longevity outside of Darren Waller, who they just brought in. Really no good receiving weapons. You mentioned Jamison Crowder and Jalen Hyatt, who's a rookie. and You know, Paris Campbell. But none of those names really do anything. Like, they don't really move me. They got a bunch of inside receivers. And then Darren Waller. That's it. The main thing for me is their coach, Brian Dable. We saw what he did last year. I think he'll be able to coach these guys really, really well again. And they'll be able to win some tough games. Their defense, I mean outside of a few bright spots, you mentioned Dex Lawrence got that contract. Thibodeau coming in his second year. I like um, <clears throat> excuse me, Xavier McKinney, solid safety, but overall also just looking at the schedule and looking at the teams they play, because I, bro, I think they have to play, you know, I think they play both East, so they're in the <laughs> NFC East. They're playing all these solid teams, and then I do also think they play the AFC East, and those are, we're going to talk about all of those teams, how as possibly the best division in football. So it, the Giants, I think, are a solid team. I mean, Daniel Jones, I don't know how much of a believer you are in him. But, I mean, I think we pretty much know what he is at this point of his career. He's an underwhelming passer and a, a solid runner. So they didn't really do much to improve the weapons. So I don't think he'll take another leap. I mean, you just bring in Darren Waller, who's probably the best receiver he's played with in his career. Like, I don't know. So the Giants are just... I think last year they overachieved so much, and this year they kind of come back down to earth and get towards the middle of the pack. And I, I just, yeah,
0: 6-11 is where I had them at. I was going to say, you know, you're the Brian Dable guy, so <laughs> Brian Dable coached teams do well so far from what we've seen, what he's done with Josh Allen, and then last year we've mm-hmm. talked about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think Dable will be able to get him a few, t- a few good wins, like – if they split with the Cowboys or the Eagles or something like that, you know, or pull off a tough win on the road, I think they play like the Seahawks or somebody. I don't know, maybe, but I, they just this is the schedule's crazy, bro. I was going through it, dog. It's like I think towards the middle of the the season they have like a crazy schedule. I mean, all of these the whole NFC East because they were all so good last year have <laughs> pretty tough schedules.
0: Yeah, um, we'll see, we we know what Danny Dimes is, I was gonna say, like, uh, you know, not kind of Ryan Tannehill, but can't can't pass, like, him, in my opinion, back when he was with the Dolphins, obviously, not now.
1: Yeah, bro, like, their first, like, bro, they could dead start, like, 1-5, bro, like, they. Dallas at home at Arizona okay I'll give them that but then at San Fran Seattle at Miami at Buffalo then they got Washington and then the Jets which is a home game they both play in the same stadium so that that first their first half of the season is where it's really tough but then towards the end they get you know get the Green Bay the Rams New Orleans Saints depending on how high you are on them but it's gonna be tough. I, I don't think they can get ten wins.
0: Yeah. Well my predictions with the NFC East last year weren't weren't as good as yours, so you know I don't even just, know what
1: I said last year. I, I didn't don't have know. the Giants winning that many games, so I was off. So.
0: Oh no, I think we were all off with the Giants, but you did say the Eagles would win that division and you, you were right. Uh so with the Giants coming in number three that leaves room for the number four team, who I have kind of similar to the Giants, man. 10 and 7. I might give them 11 wins on the year. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I really like the move they made getting the veteran corner and Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. That was a decent pickup this offseason. Added Brandon Cooks. They got rid of Tack McKinley. So now, Dak, none, under new, uh, new coaching. Supposed to be a slower pace offense, maybe limit those turnovers that he's had, you know, problems with. Yeah. I you said uh, he promised under how many
1: picks? Bruh. Oh, yeah. The other day he was like, I'm going to have less than 10 turnovers. Yeah. Or so, 10 interceptions.
0: So, we'll see if that lives up. I don't think it really will, but you got another season. C.D. Lamb, one of the most talented receivers on the outside. Tony Pollard finally gets to be that workhorse takeover with no Zeke. So, they got a clear RB1. It, it really just – it's up to Dak at the end of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. we say it year in and year out. One of the higher-paid quarterbacks in this <clears throat> league hasn't been proven to win big moments and big games when it's mattered most. Can he do it this year? I mean, we'll see. That's why I kind of got him, you know, 10-7, and 11-6 kind of bouncing, trying to fight for that wild card uh, in the NFC East.
1: Yeah, so I also have the Cowboys at 10-7, and 7, so I'm with you there. <clears throat> but like like you mentioned, bro, they have a, a solid roster if you look around. Additional addition to Gilmore I like, they just locked up Diggs. He just got his big contract. Micah Parsons, I mean, is he the best pass rusher in the league? You can argue it. He plays all over the defense, drop back in coverage. He's arguably, you know, just one of, the, one of if not the best defensive player in football. He's going to be in DPOY convos every single season. He's healthy, so he's on your defense. You, you like your chances. You mentioned they lost Zeke. They also lost Dalton Schultz. Not too sure, like, how much that's going to hurt him, but, you know, two people that did contribute to that offense, but you didn't mention they bring in Brandon Cooks and like that addition to, you know, finally give CD Lamb a true number two receiver so he can continue to thrive as that number one, but... I mean, we know what Dak Prescott is at this point. I feel like this is just going to be another season of the Cowboys just being a a pretty good team. And, you know, the NFC, the NFC being a weaker conference this year, I think definitely helps them. And I think they can be, be one of the better teams in the NFC. But kind of like you mentioned, we, we know what they are at this point. We kind of know what Dak Prescott is. I like some of the, you know, talent they have on the roster, but I just don't think it's enough to – Kind to put him over the edge of those top elite teams.
0: And uh the safety Donovan Wilson, lean tackler. I think it was just today. Oh, yeah, I did see that he got had a injured.
1: hamstring or something. He he was out, yeah. Yeah, he's
0: going to be out maybe, you know, start of the season, be back, maybe sit out a little. I did see that. But, yeah. you know,
1: yeah. I don't like the Cowboys, but I think they'll be a, they'll be a solid team Yeah, the NFC.
0: I yeah. mean, you said it, talents there for sure, roster depth, and I did see that uh Parsons is probably gonna have his hand in the dirt a little more rushing the, rushing the QB than dropping back. I mean, year. you
1: you would want, but I mean, either way, he's gonna he's gonna make plays. Team. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna make plays, no doubt. But yeah, and you probably would want him rushing the passer more, just because he's <laughs> so dominant everything he does.
0: Yeah, top five rusher, you, you know, in this league, you probably want him <laughs> rushing every play other than half of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Todd, t- I would say top three, arguably number top one. top three. Yeah. I mean right Maybe. now I think Miles Garrett. Okay. Finally. Bosa and Micah. Like any of those three, like if you want to argue for them being the best, I think you can.
0: See you you know, coming from you, I gotta show love to the person I hate the most T J Watt when it comes to being a pass rusher.
1: Well, yes, he's I the only reason I just wouldn't Not say just only because of the injury and it's so close, like with those other guys. Like if he was completely healthy, then yeah, it'd be four, but like, just to make it more clear-cut, like, you got to find something. And it mm-hmm. it sucks as an injury, but, I mean, if he comes back fully healthy next year, he's – I mean, bro, like, he can be a 20 sack guy. We've seen him do it before. So, it's – I'm just saying, based off of last year, the injury, okay. yeah, he kind of regards. But, yeah, I will – he's obviously up there. So, I would just have him at number four right now because of the injury. All right. And because of – you know, you got to give credit. So, you know, being fully healthy and what those other three guys did that entire season. And then – for
0: number one in your nfc east man i got the philadelphia bulldogs man because they went ahead and drafted all of georgia's roster this year man but now nah, i got the philadelphia eagles man 12 and 5 big additions Nolan smith jalen carter two of the most talented players in that draft obviously off the field concerns with some of those hurts gets a payday after his big year last year uh they sign Rashad Penny to the backfield, kind of add some depth to that running back room, and he could be a workhorse paired with Devontae Smith now, Swift, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, and then, you obviously, you have Devontae Smith on the outside, A.J. Brown. We know what those guys can do. Got your boy Philly Goddard over there. The defense playing well. Super Bowl, obviously, take, you know, the little turf monster, whatever, Philly, what. But the Eagles, they ran through the NFC last year. NFC, obviously, uh, not as heavy or dominant as the AFC side. So, mm. the Eagles, <clears throat> one of the favorites in the NFC, looking to repeat as champions of that conference. I think they'll do it just fine. Hurts proved that he could throw balls in tight windows and make big plays down the stretch. And I mean, you get them in the... Fourth and one, first and goal at the one. You know what the Eagles are running. Nobody could stop it. That own <laughs> line, that push. Mm-hmm. I did see that players were mad that the Eagles run that yeah. place so much. The 97%, like, I think that's what they call it. Yeah. 90, it's Kelsey's favorite, 97%. I mean, come on. I got to give props to the Eagles. This roster they've built top down absolutely <laughs> You know, addressed the weaknesses and the concerns you had last year. With this offseason so mm. on paper they should be better than they were last year but
1: yeah so I, I also have the eagles at 12 and 5 which is funny we have the same exact record you know i'm more of a you know a level-headed fan i'm not gonna come out here and say you know 13 14 wins whoa, my whoa, favorite whoa. Team, which is very possible i think it could happen
0: <laughs> i might have said 12. i don't have the number on here maybe it was 13 uh, who knows. but
1: you know uh, I'll stay up more on the conservative side just so, you know, I can be pleasantly surprised when we do end up winning 15 games. But <laughs> regardless, I mean, you pretty much covered everything. I think it's a very similar roster to last year. We were able to bring back a lot of guys that, you know, didn't really think would be around the next year. Kelsey, he was up in the air. Lane Johnson, some those two guys kind of debating retirement. We didn't know if they were going to come back. We are able to bring them back. We keep both Slate and Bradbury, especially James Bradbury, someone a lot of everyone thought that was going to be gone during the offseason. He comes back. D-line stays intact for the most part. The only person we leave is Hargrave. He's over there for the 49ers. But, I mean, like you mentioned with that draft, we brought in Jordan Davis last year, and this year we bring in Jalen Carter. More depth at the D-tackle, so those guys will be able to, you know, pretty much hopefully produce and outproduce what Hargrave was able to do last year. He had a solid year. (coughs) Brandon Graham comes back, Fletcher Cox still on the team, two guys. Another, you know, couple veterans that we weren't sure if they would stay around or kind of go look for a payday somewhere else. But for the most part, the team is the team is intact. Only real, you know, notable name I would say we lost offensively from the weapon group is Miles Sanders. But you bring in Rashad Penny, you bring in DeAndre Swift, two guys that can hopefully, you know, put together, give you the same production. Extremely good weapon group. In terms of receivers, you know, we know what you're going to get day in and day out from that receiver core. Only question mark is Quez Watkins. (laughs) You know, very up and down player. You know, a love hate relationship with Quez, but, you know, hopefully we'll see him step up and continue to thrive in the wide receiver three role. But, I mean, like you mentioned, NFC, it should be relatively easy for the Eagles to win, you know. The NFC, you got the 49ers, the Seahawks, I think they'll be really good. But outside of that, I mean, it's not really too much competition. So I definitely do think the Eagles are looking to get back to the Super Bowl. Only real questions this year are, you know, we lost both of our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. They both got head coaching jobs based on what they did last year. Um, But Brian Johnson, the new O.C., He's pretty he's been the quarterback coach for Jalen Hurts his entire starting career in Philadelphia. So not nothing too different there. Still similarity, a guy that's been around the building, knows the offense we like to run, so it shouldn't be shouldn't be too much turmoil there. And then the new defensive coordinator, Sean Desai from Seattle. You saw how good those Seahawks defenses were in recent years, last year, especially, you know, Tariq Woolen in that secondary, how they're able to, you know. Continue playing really, really good ball in that secondary. So, barring injury, man, uh, the Eagles should be one of the best teams in the NFL. And I didn't even touch on Jalen Hurts, the MVP caliber quarterback, who's just gotten better and better every single year. So, hopefully, he continues to improve. And uh, I think twelve and five for the Eagles is a a good number, but on the modest side. And I, they, they should be a good team, barring barring any you know crazy injury. Yep, uh, I don't got a problem with you know. Any of those
0: uh, takes you just had that's gonna move us to what we said is you know one of the best divisions last week. Probably I put them I put them in that two, maybe maybe the one category, but I got them at the two. Before, category. Bro,
1: Before we get into the AFC East, I'm gonna just say this: this division surprised me. This division surprised you. It did. Yeah, when I was going over it, looking at schedules, you know. The rosters and things that went on, yeah, I'm just say it surprised me. All right,
0: well, number four, I got it starting with you know the team that dominated this division for so long, and <laughs> it's the New England Patriots, man. I got them coming in seven and ten, still you know decently solid, man. They're gonna compete. It's a Bill Belichick coach team. I really like you know their first round draft picking Christian Gonzalez that they got. It was later in the first round good values, got good size on the outside. They go ahead and get Mike Gesicki. Um, Head scratcher considering, I think got, they still have Hunter Henry, right?
1: Yeah, and don't they still? Is Jonu Smith still No, there? I think
0: Jonu Smith is finally gone.
1: Oh, he left. Oh, God. But
0: they did sign Jabril Peppers in um, a name that only maybe me and you know is Mac Wilson. They also signed him at the linebacker <laughs> oh, Mac position. Mack
1: Wilson's there? Shout out Mac, man. Yeah, shout out Mac, man. Former Brown. But are are you not going to talk about their biggest pickup during the off season? What, the Patriots? Yeah, Juju. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, come on,
0: bro. <laughs> you got Mac Jones throwing a ball to Juju who, you know, he had a decently good
1: year over there in Kansas City. Well, he was playing with Patrick Mahomes, arguably, yeah. you know, the greatest talent we've ever seen at the quarterback position. I, I I'll go far as you
0: write him down in history as the greatest, but yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. It, Juju, he's – I don't even know how no, old he is. Put me out point. there with Mahomes. I like, can get an in <laughs> Like, come on. I don't know, man. One-on-one, you against Bradbury, who's winning?
1: Uh, he'll probably win, but, I mean, listen, if it's a, like a game, like, you know, game form or whatever, they, bro, Andy Reid can scheme me open, bro. And Patrick Mahomes can get me a ball. That's All, all I got to do is catch it, bro. You you on go. that little KT play, huh? Bro, in the red zone, like on the goal line, bro, you could probably score, bro. <laughs> bro, at fullback, like just slip out into the flat <laughs> or something like that, like hide behind the o line. Yeah, like last do, second, the r-
0: round of rosy play that they run. In Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, yeah,
1: all you gotta do is just catch the ball and fall <laughs> to the ground, bro. You'll be fine. I'm <laughs> like spamming one, that X button <laughs> on the one yard line. You'd definitely be able to get it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But uh, Juju,
0: I mean, come on, he, they didn't want to pay D Hop. They go ahead and get Juju. You don't you know, they've never paid a wide receiver in history, even when they had one of the greatest players of all time in Tom Brady. They still ain't Bill Belichick still didn't care. Yeah. I don't I don't know if his head's stuck in nineteen ninety nine right now or or what, but you know, some help is better than no help in Juju. Is he still a wide receiver one at this point in his career? It's going to be a true test right here. Was this he this ever a wide receiver one at any point in his career? I mean, in Pittsburgh, he was a wide receiver one for a little. Mm, his
1: best season was when he was
0: playing behind A.B. It, yeah. But, I mean, A.B. was a little banged up. And the next year was still – it wasn't his best year, but it was still a good year. I think he might have had a plus 1,000 yards regardless. Maybe. But yeah. he, he was looked at as a you know top wide receiver At least within the Pittsburgh organization at the time, so you bring him in seven and ten. You got Ramondre Stevenson, great running back. You know, can really control the tempo. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. We went through that QB situation last year. It's Bill Belichick coach team, so they're gonna win some games, but they're also just not as good as other teams in this division. I think that's gonna lose them. Uh, more games than they do win seven and ten fourth place tough division I think seven wins is low key
1: generous for him right now. Well, looks like you've been stealing my notes, bro. I got the Patriots <laughs> at seven and ten as well. have every team but the Giants. We've been pretty much yeah. identical. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> you pretty like you said you pretty much covered all of it, man. And I think, you know, the main thing for me is in a division where every other team seems to be, you know, going out and actively getting better, the Patriots are, you know, either staying the same or, or getting worse and not really bringing in any true help for Mac Jones. Had a, a solid rookie year, you know. A lot of people were saying, is he the best quarterback in that draft class? <laughs> you know, comparing him saying he was up there with um Burrow or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just – I mean, at least he finally has an offensive coordinator now. Last year was crazy. <laughs> you know, reports saying Mac Jones going outside of the building looking for help. I mean, reports that this season Bill Belichick will be on the hot seat depending on how it goes. His, his job might be in jeopardy. I don't know how true I think that is. But, hey, Robert Kraft, you know, isn't he Getting doesn't have any, you know, all the time in the world. So, they want to win now. But, like you mentioned, I think the defense won't be an issue. They'll always be a solid unit under Bill Belichick. It's just the offense that worries me, you know, the lack of talent on the offensive side, no real weapons. Run game is going to be solid like it always is. But, I mean, outside of Ramondre Stevenson, you lost Harris to a division rival. So, not too sure how that run game will look for them. But, like you mentioned, bro, Tom Brady's not there to carry this mediocre team anymore. So... Uh, yeah, seven and ten is where I have the pages, and I also do agree is <laughs> on the generous side. Yeah, I mean, I- I'm just giving them the benefit <clears> of the <throat>
0: doubt. Just flashback to last year, I think you know, seven and ten. If mm-hmm. what's his name doesn't throw that lateral, and Mac Jones isn't making a tackle on the ground, <laughs> yeah, classic uh, Patricia played in the game just <laughs> that sums Matt up what Patricia they had was the at court. the OC, yeah. Joe Judge.
1: <laughs> it's, um, who's it? What's his name? The OC now, bro. He was the uh, coach at Texas. He coached the Texans. He traded um, DeAndre Hopkins. He was just at Alabama. He came back. It's oh, a big uh, name. I forgot. Kevin. No. It's, it's the with the no, no, no champ, bro. Like, no, with like the the big butt chin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, for, I can't think of his name right now. I, uh, I had it, bro. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Bill O'Brien.
0: Uh, that was close. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pat's number four. The number six. This three, is where it gets interesting, man. I, I want to know, see what you saying. So you said I went with the bias last week, obviously, with the Browns.
1: So you got the Dolphins at there? No, no, not, <laughs> not yet. Not yet.
0: I just want to say, man, I like,
1: know. I. This is
0: no bias. I'm leaving bias out of it. I'm just as much as a Finns fan, if not a Browns. So, but number three, I got the New York Jets coming in at third place, nine and seven record. Mm -hmm. You know, Quentin Williams, he gets an extension. Uh, I think it's the first Jets draft pick since whatever to get a contract extended and actually play after his rookie contract in the Jets organization. Uh, They bring in Billy Turner. Uh, former first-round pick in Solomon Thomas. They bring in Alan Lazard, you know, Aaron Rodgers' favorite weapon over there in Green Bay past couple years. They bring in McCole Hardman, speed guy, played a lot of time in Kansas City, showed flashes, nothing really other than, you know, made a couple flashy plays, speed on the outside, maybe a return guy for him as well, gadget player. They signed Adrian Amos, too, on the defensive side of the ball. They do have, you know, Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, two top young talents, man, on the outside. Aaron Rodgers now at quarterback. The question of, you know, his character, his leadership, I think is now on the brightest spotlight of all time because you have all these young guys, you know, that probably watched Aaron Rodgers growing up as one of the, you know, now Garrett yeah. Wilson catching balls from him, you know, Sauce Gardner going against him in practice. They probably want him to be a leader. Now it's time to see if Aaron Rodgers could step up and lead. Maybe not in a vocal way, but at least be a leader on the field that has always been in question in Green Bay. I think he'll have a decent year. He's getting up there in age. Last year, you know, we saw him have chances to win games, even in years past against the Niners in the playoffs. Couldn't get a touchdown against that. You know, Niners defense is tough, but... Aaron Rodgers, one of the greats, you gotta be great in big moments. I got him at nine and seven at defense. Very Only good.
1: Nine and eight, wouldn't it be?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah. Nine and eight, my bad.
1: Yeah, I just one extra game.
0: Nine and eight. But Garrett Wilson, look for him a thousand yards. <coughs> I just I just at this point in Rodgers' career he restructured his contract today as well. But yeah, I, I'm just not buying it right now.
1: Well, this is where our first, you know, I think true disagreement will come and, you know, it'll, you know, the division will shake up. But coming at number three, I have the Buffalo Bills, man. I got the Buffalo Bills finishing in third place. Shout out to Uncle Terrence. I know he's going to be listening to this and I know I'm going to get a phone call as soon as after he watched this and he's going to be talking about me. Oh, why you got the bills so low, this and that? (laughs) I already know. But listen, I think the Bills are a good team. I just – I think they're going to be close with the Jets. You know, I th- I believe Josh Allen will continue to be a top quarterback in the NFL. The only real issue I have with this Bills team is I think this offense at times can be too Josh Allen-centric. You now, we saw that kind of last year, you know, against the Miami Dolphins that game in Miami where he was banged up and couldn't even throw the ball because his elbow – just too much usage and I think it'll be another season where Josh Allen has to carry and put this team on his back I mean the weapons kind of worry me outside of Stephon Diggs and you know even Stephon Diggs is coming with some concerns now we saw him holding out you know kind of upset with his usage where he's getting you know the top targets in the league not sure what's going on there but I mean Gabe Davis you know little UCF UCF, yeah UCF legend I mean he's a a solid number two but really no run game. You know, the unfortunate, you know, story with Naheem Hines and what happened there. Hopefully James Cook can step up and, you know, take take that role. The defense, Trey White, hopefully he can come back fully healthy to his full form. Kair Elam out of Florida. Ricky last year, he showed some flashes on the defensive side. They keep both safeties, which I think is big because I think there was some talk about, you know, them possibly split, splitting up. But, I mean... Aging Von Miller on the defensive line, how healthy is he going to be? I do think the Bills are going to be a really good team. AFC is tough. We mentioned I think they also play, you know, the NFC East, so it'll be a kind of tough schedule. But the Bills are a good team. I think they'll be a solid team. The big difference for me is I think, you know, the other two teams we haven't mentioned yet are, you know, either just now entering their contending window or in the middle of their contending window where I I believe the Bills are kind of on the back end. I think, you know, that year when, what was that, 2020 or 2021 when they played the Chiefs and had the game won with 13 seconds left, and then last year losing to the Bengals at home, which was kind of tough. I think those were kind of, you know, going to be some of their best opportunities where they had, you know, the team that could have won it all, but I think they still have a chance to contend. I think they're still going to be a good team, but I just do think the two teams above them have gotten better during the offseason. So the number two spot, or that was your number
0: three. So number yeah. two spot for me, you know, I looked at it and I was kind of going back and forth. Cause you mentioned the bills, the Josh Allen centric, I'm not really, you know, buying And the O line's kind of shaky too. No, th- that is their biggest weakness. I I mean, I always talk about it one of my coworkers, big Bills fan. I always get my info from him. I mean, he's up to the minute with this team. But you know, you mentioned the dig situation, a little bit shaky. James Cook now finally, you know, launched into a bigger role probably as a You know, running back and a dual threat. He can catch it out the backfield. I think he's, you know, one of the bright young talents in the NFL when it comes to that position. Yeah. You mentioned Damian Harris. He's over there in Buffalo now. Mm -hmm. A guy that's established. We know he can run the ball. Split carries last year. But before that, I mean, he was RB1 in New England and Mm -hmm. looked at as a top fifth, maybe top 20 back. I mean.
1: He was a good running back. Yeah.
0: Very solid. They get another veteran and Latavius Murray who's bounced around but he's always provided you, <laughs> you know, know solid smart. solid uh solid play from Latavius. I mean you got Don Dawson Knox still over there. They draft uh Kincaid, oh, yeah. Kincaid at tight end solid, yeah and address the O line issues. They bring in Osiris Torrance from Florida. Uh Brandon Shell, free agent tackle he's he's bounced around but he's he stepped into starting roles before Um so we'll see how that goes. Obviously, Deion Dawkins probably healthy now. Greg Rousseau, another year under his belt, come back better. You mentioned the Von Miller situation. If he stays healthy, he'd probably still be dangerous for double digit sacks. And then you know, the Poirier and Micah Hyde situation, both of them staying there, huge for the Bills. Those are the two leaders. Signal callers on their defensive side of the ball. Um Especially with Edmonds gone at the you know linebacker position, they still got um, Leonard Floyd and Matt Milano, who I think you know one yeah. of the most underrated linebackers Milano's a really Milano. good long-
1: linebacker, yeah.
0: But <clears throat> you know it's crazy. I was talking about him the whole time. I, I got the Bills number one, so they're not at the two. I got them at the number one. Went a little backwards here, but twelve and five, I got the Bills. Um, and I also still got Jordan Phillips. I think he's hurt along with Shaq Lawson, but I got him number one, twelve and five. Oh, you have the bills winning the division. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. I mean, I just followed it up since you were talking about it. Yeah. See, I told you, man, I was going back and forth with it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just, I think the bills get it, man. Late in the season. We know how Buffalo gets tough place to play. They might get a couple snow games and I think that's why they brought in those veteran running backs and Harris, Latavius Murray. I think they finally lean to that run game. I think they have to take that pressure off Josh Allen. And it's either now or never when it comes to that. McDermott's in the hot seat. The court the whole coaching staff in the hot seat in Buffalo right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's a make or break year for him. I think if mm-hmm. they don't win the division and make the playoffs, I mean, they could squeak in with a wild card possibly, but Winning the division, I think, is huge for the Bills this year, and guys' jobs are on the line. I think they got to make the right, right play calls and not let Josh Allen drop back fifty times, you know, in ten regular season games and or run with, the ball.
1: Yeah, run the ball ten bro. times with
0: Josh Allen, like yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I got him at the one spot. Um, you can go ahead with your two.
1: All right, so at number two, I have the New York Jets. So, I mean, let me hear it, man. This off season, man, if you've been keeping up with football at all, like 70% of the coverage in the media and just everything surrounding football has been coming out of New York and has been about the Jets. So, I've had a few months and I've been getting New York Jets, New York Jets propaganda shoved down my throat and I mean, you know, after hearing so much about it, I'm finally I'm buying it, man. You know, they kept selling me the product so much, I finally buy it, man. <laughs> All right. I'm buying the Jets hype. You add Aaron Rodgers to this young, very talented roster, and I think they're gonna be a competitive team. I looked at their schedule. The first six or few games is gonna be tough. If they can, you know, come out of week six with two or three wins after their bye week their season, the schedule is a lot, lot smoother. And <clears throat> I just think they can get hot at the right time. You want to start winning games towards the end of the year. That's when you want to get hot. That's when you want things to start clicking, and I think that'll happen. You know, going along with all this Jets propaganda, the person outside of Aaron Rodgers you've been seeing the most is Garrett Wilson. I mean, today, the first day of training camp, I've seen, well, besides Calvin Ridley, who I saw a few of the same clips of, Garrett Wilson, he's been making these insane catches at OTAs, Aaron Rodgers dropping the ball on the money. And then if it's not... Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson making the craziest plays and looking like the best duo. It's Sauce Gardner breaking up a pass from the best duo in the league, and he's looking even better. So, I mean, it's all there. I think Garrett Wilson, like you mentioned, he's been shown out. He'll have a very, very good year. Aaron Rodgers is going to be, you know, running with comfortable players that he's been with his entire career. And Green Bay brought over a lot of those same guys and Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, and he'll be running the same scheme Nat Hackett, he's the offensive coordinator, and you know what he's doing, letting Rodgers do whatever he wants. So (laughs) there should be no unfamiliarity for Aaron Rodgers in this offense. It'll be exactly what he wants. And I think, you know, the bright side, I just said all that about the offense, but I think the brightest spot of this team is going to be their defense. Sauce Gardner, you know, after an outstanding rookie season, arguably one of the best corners in the league already. Him and DJ Reed make for one of the best quarterback duos in football. A very deep and talented defensive line led by Quentin Williams, who just got paid this offseason. They bring in their first-round pick, McDonald. A lot, a lot of talent on that D-line. It'll be a fun team to follow this season. You know, they're going to be on hard knocks. The New York media is going to blow it out of proportion. It's going to be a fun team to follow around this season. And shout-out my boy Marquise, Mr. Change of Possession. He's on the Jets, too. Little UDFA. I think he has a decent shot of making the team. Atlantic legend. Uh, Delray Beach product, man. Shout-out Waters, man. Hey, (laughs) hey, real ones know, man. District playoffs, bro, against
0: Jerry (laughs) Judy. Had him on lock at corner,
1: bro. Had Jerry Judy You know what Judy could do in the league, man, but he he had him on locks, bro. No, yeah. Shout-out Marquise, man. Great dude. Um... Wish not for the best for him. I think he has a solid chance to, you know, make this roster. But overall, the Jets are just a super fun team. They're going to be, you know, really competitive. And, I mean, if you this is a team that they had, what, six, seven wins last year. Zach Wilson and that quarterback play just drops off of a cliff. And they're still fighting for a playoff spot down the end of the season. You bring in Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history throws one of the prettiest balls in NFL history, has the MVPs, has been to a Super Bowl, knows what it takes to win in this league. I don't think he needs to be back at MVP level with the talent around this roster. If Aaron Rodgers can just be a top 15, top 12 quarterback, give them some sense of stability that they couldn't get from the four quarterbacks they threw out last year. I think the Jets would be in a very good spot. I think they'll be a competitive team, and I got them coming in at 11-6. and six. Do you want to just go
0: ahead with your? You know, well, they're my number two team, but do you want to go
1: ahead as a? Um, yeah, I got I got the Dolphins winning the AFC East, man. You know me, fam. What's the record looking like? I got them at twelve and five.
0: Okay, I mean I got them with the same record as the Bills, but yeah. twelve and five too. But.
1: Listen, bro, you know me. Uh, I'm a hater, fam. I came into this thinking, looking for a way to put the Patriots over the Dolphins, all right? I'm like, Bill Belichick, he's going to find a way to do it. Might the Dolphins Bill aren't going to win. But, I mean, the talent on this team is just undeniable, bro. And really, the only real question mark on this team is Tua, Tua's health. And it's a big question mark. It's a real question mark. You know, the concussions were definitely an issue. But, I mean, outside of Tua... Elite Weapons, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. No one's catching those guys. <clears throat> McDaniels, his scheme, guys are going to be open. Running back room, a lot of young talent, still got Mostert, but, I mean, they're going to scheme open runs. There's going to be no issues down there. And they just have big players all over the defense as well. Vic Vangio, new D.C., brings over that highlight-coveted scheme who's been, you know, known for stopping all these high-powered offenses. You bring in Jalen Ramsey, have him playing opposite of X like the Jets, could be one of the best, is one of the best cornerback duels in the league. Javon Holland, another year under his belt, really, really good young safety. And then Jalen Phillips, maybe my favorite player on this defense, very young, athletic, super, super juice pass rusher, and Bradley Chubb still on the other side. So, I mean, there's talent all over this roster. The coaching is going to be good. Everything is going to be there, just Tua is going to be healthy. And if Tua is healthy, you have an above-average quarterback with an elite roster, and that makes for success in the NFL. Yeah, man, I
0: I got him number two, same record as the Bills, 12-5. and Matchup, tiebreaker, go down however you want. But, I mean, you mentioned it. I just think there's going to be a point where, you know, Maybe we see early signs, slow start for the Dolphins, just kind of two again back, you know, finally under center in a, you know, packed stadium. I know there's a preseason and all that, but you know, just get it get a minute. New D coordinator, you mentioned Vic uh, on the defensive side. It, this team, I mean, Christian Wilkins finally getting the love he deserves. I forgot 100. to mention
1: Christian Wilkins. Yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, the anchor of that D-line. Yep. You know?
0: I mean, just absolutely clogs, uh, you know, the middle. Uh, Raquan Davis had a solid year at the tackle position. Uh, and you mentioned Jalen Phillips. I think he was, like, leading the league and, you know, like, pressures. He's just hasn't been able to bring the quarterback down, but – I mean, if you watched most Dolphins games, you'd see Jalen Phillips beating the tackle. He jumps off the screen. Getting yep, getting off that line, and he's forcing, you know, the quarterback to step up, make a read, force pressure on him. And I think you know, another year under his belt, he's finally gonna get, you know, maybe not overcommit so much, because that was like his problem, just overcommitting on the quarterback and mm-hmm. you know, one step and he moves, but Jalen Phillips, Emmanuel Agba is still there. He's a double-digit sack guy. Bradley Chubb, you mentioned. Um, I forgot to mention your boy, the playmaker. Drone Baker, the playmaker <laughs> at linebacker. Had a bit of a down year last year, hoping he could get back to, you know, pre-contract Drone Baker, where <laughs> before he got that contract, I mean, flying over the field, making plays, one of the fastest linebackers in the in the league, and. I mean, the secondary, I don't even got to question it. I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey. He's been a top corner in this league for so long. Xavier Howard. People say he might have a drop-off last year. He was playing cover zero against Josh Allen and the Bills every game. And in the playoffs, forcing an interception. I mean, mm. yeah, this is a guy that he's never been able to run fast, bro. But at the corner the position. The skill is
1: all there. Yeah,
0: Fight with your hands at the line. He, he knows what he's doing on the outside. And personal watch, Cater Kohu, man. He made big plays last year. He's going to be, you know, the rotation guy, the third corner right now with Nick Needham Nick still
1: Needham, out. yeah, with
0: our Nick still out. Probably going to come back at some point during the season. He was a top slot corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no questions with the defensive side of the ball. Finally get a D coordinator that could help call plays and switch it up. I think that's yeah. going to be huge for him.
1: Not even just call plays and switch it up. This is one of the top premier defensive coordinators. His scheme yeah. is what everyone's trying to copy right now. He, he's the one. Like, if you need a D coordinator, that's, this is who you want. Mm-hmm. You mentioned offensive side ball. You got two top receivers
0: in the league. I mean, Tyreek Hill arguably one of the best, if not you know the best, you could argue. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Jalen Waddle. You got your boy. Chosen over here in Miami. Chosen,
1: I how do I forget that man? Know, Shout that out sounds, Chosen, that's you, a fucking
0: track team, bro. <laughs> bro, this is literally when you build a Madden franchise. This is your receiving <laughs> core right here, bro. This is what he builds, yeah, bro.
1: Ninety plus speed on the, across the board, bro.
0: Can the O line stay healthy for Tua? That's a big question mark. Armstead, yeah, health issues. You know, they got Austin Jackson on the right side. Can he rob Hunt at the guard? He's been you know a little shaky. You got Eichenberg, at the left guard, solid. That O line is what I'm worried about. They don't really utilize their tight ends. Gasicki walked. They still got Smythe. Not worried about that. Running back room, I think, is solid. Health questions with there, but they uh, bring draft the Devon. Team, right? Yeah. Aachen, more <laughs> <laughs> just More speed. Just more speed. Then they bring in the, you know the Jets' uh, backup QB as well. You forgot Mike White. Man, hometown hero. Struggling quarterbacks last year. And they still have Cedric Wilson, signed Braxton Berrios, too. But yeah. I, I just think Solid names. a little early season struggle, maybe two of misses a game with an ankle injury. Not a concussion, Hope you know, obviously hoping for his best. But mm-hmm. he, at some point, he is going to get a little banged up, just natural football injuries. He bulked up. You got the full tap, man. He's so you, you spent you, some of his VC. Yeah, Your boys better watch out, man. Two, two looking a little big out there. I mean, I'm excited to watch this team so much. There hasn't been th- this this roster hasn't been this good in
1: like our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: back then it was just Jarvis Landry just I fighting mean, for his life every game. Yeah, like I mean, Adam Gase
1: offense and JJ running. Being from South Florida, like, I know the Eagles are my team, but, like, the Dolphins is the team I, re- I remember, like, watching the earliest just because, you know, my dad and everyone's a Dolphins fan. So, like, yeah, from as long as I can remember, this is definitely, like, the best the Dolphins has been my, what, 23 years of living? Yeah, this is – Dolphins are definitely the best. But what you mentioned was kind of interesting to me was you thought Tua and the Miami offense can kind of go kind of, you know, get off to a slow start. No, I don't think – And Well, Tua, you said – I, mean, gets I, off I to just a, think the team, yeah, yeah, two or two. If he gets off to a slow start, then I mean the offense is going cause he's the quarterback. So yeah, I get what you're saying, but to me it was kind of the opposite, man. I feel like you know, with this scheme that McDaniel's runs, and you know the weapons and the talent he has around him, I, I would just scheme it up. I, I would feel like if if anything, it would he would get off to a, a Hot hotter start. start, and then maybe towards the cool end of the year with injuries and you know if he does cool down, which I don't think. It would be then, but I mean, coming out of the gate, out of training camp, you get all of those reps. You have Tyree Hill, like you mentioned, Chosen Anderson coming over from when he had, you know, competent quarterback play. He's been a a solid receiver. Jalen Waddle, who, I mean, listen, I have Devontae Smith on my team, and I might argue is the best number two receiver in the league. So I, I don't think it'll be a slow start for two. I think, you know, I think if anything they will come out hot just because of how easy McDaniels and these weapons can make it for Tua and literally all he has to do is just be a, a game manager.
0: I I'm not gonna lie, first off I forgot to mention Javon Holland. He's personally my favorite player on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Love eight back there, man, rocks that number well.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna lie, bro, you might just Dolphins might finish with thirteen wins. Now be you give me a little excited and everything. Just realistic. Obviously, there's a shot they could, but I mean, you're yeah. certainly getting me hyped up, and you did have a good point uh, with McDaniel firing early. I kind I kind of see your vision where you're going yeah. with that. You kind of convinced me on that end, but yeah. I do think they're gonna struggle at some point in this year, kind of just like growing pain.
1: Uh, obviously, yeah, it's the second year with these guys, but uh. and like I mentioned, I think Dolphins are one of these teams there. They're they're entering their contending window. I think they're contenders right now, but I think this is just the beginning. I think they're closer towards you know the middle of their contending window than the Jets, who just brought over Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers. But no doubt, I do like you said, there is gonna still be there might be a few growing pains, and I think you know we got them losing five games, so it's not like they'll be undefeated or anything. So, but I mean, only team
0: to do it. (laughs)
1: Only team to do it. (laughs) Shout out Shula. Oh, as many times as you go to that stadium, you have to hear that song. But, anyways. Miami <laughs> Or everyone, all, all Dolphins fans and old heads just live off of that undefeated record, bro. Like that's literally I, mean, I don't all, even live off it, bro. <laughs> that's just, literally all my dad cares about, bro. He's like, as soon as like he's like, this is the only thing he asks me, he's like, who's still undefeated in the league, bro. <laughs> I'm, hey, not yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, Dolphins fans were dumb happy when Brady lost that Super Bowl, bro. bro like, what's bro? I'm like, there's no more undefeated teams. Now. He's like, alright, yes, Dolphins still hold that record. Dolphins still there. <laughs> I'm mean, like, come on, bro. Give it <laughs> up, You got to
0: shout out the OGs, man. They know what they're talking about. was
1: so long ago. But <laughs> yeah, I think I like this Dolphins team, man. It, and shout it, out your it, boy, Duke funny. Riley, too, man. Duke Shout out, Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, shout out Duke Riley, man. For <laughs> reasons other than football. Yeah. just say that. Shout out your little
0: baddie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, mean, yeah, I mean, you kind of got me... Ramped up, bro. I'm ready to kick off right now, man. Is there a Wednesday night game going on? Oh, we finally get to see the Friday night, the
1: Black Friday game, man. It's it's coming, isn't it, this year? Bro, I was looking at, like, this schedule, and then I also want to mention, you know, kind of an interesting part of the Dolphins schedule. You know who they play week one? No. They play the Chargers and Herbert Tua. And last year, the Chargers was that that game where, you know, Tua had his worst game, and mm-hmm. they were kind of – they shut down the, the Miami offense. Yep. And um, Brandon Staley, you know, came out with a good scheme. So, I, looking at that, I was like, I think the Dolphins – I think they're going to beat the Chargers week one. And I think, you know, McDaniel's definitely going to try to, you know, kind of coach off of that game and kind of throw, you know – a little wrench at the charge and I think that's going to be a statement game like oh this is the team that kind of you know figured us out last year and kind of you know made us play our worst game and made everyone you know not believe believe in us anymore like well we're going to come out the gate and we're going to beat the team that kind of you know made us look bad and kind of figured us out so I, I would expect you know Tua and McDaniels in the offense to come out you know they got the entire off season to prepare for this week one game so I'd expect them to come out hot. That's why when you said Tua might start a little slow, I was like I kinda of thought the opposite, yeah, just because of the mentality that and stuff. Hot. But my my yeah. question
0: for you is um tch. I forgot the Dolphins playing overseas against the Chiefs. I wanted it to be Arrowhead, so Tyreek oh, comes back. That's what you
1: mentioned the, the um the Black Friday Black Friday game. Yeah, bro. Looking at all of these schedules and like trying to like predict the records and stuff, it's, it's, bro. There's just so many like random ass times. Yeah. I'm looking I'm like, bro, nine thirty a.m. I'm bro, against oh, the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm like, oh, they're. Pl- I'm like, oh, okay, this is the overseas game that I'm looking at. this, not like Friday? Like this <laughs> team's, they're playing on Friday. Like the Saturday games, like. They have games like every single day of the week oh, now. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. NFL, bro. Money grabs.
0: Who wins October twenty second? Dolphins, <laughs> Eagles in Philly. Um,
1: in Philly, come on now. All
0: right, I just want to see your heads out with that, bro. Cause you, you, I don't know, man. In any, Philly, I'm taking. I'm taking. The any last, um, you know, thoughts, concerns,
1: comments? Oh man, this is might be the best you know the divisions we cover the east and the afc and the nfc yeah yeah i, I like the dolphins man i'm I'm hiring the dolphins this year next week west we can do the west yeah
0: i mean the west you know has more bright spots than that we're gonna call them the dirty south this year i mean <laughs> even the afc south nfc south it's, it's it's a little shaky it's yeah. up for grabs though for sure, no doubt. For how much, though? Who knows? Shh. Playoff spot's a playoff <laughs> spot. <laughs> All you got to do is win. That's Eli, bro. Playoff spot a playoff spot. Uh, uh, Bryce yeah.
1: Young. Getting to the playoffs
0: as a rookie. it would be fun to watch, man, no doubt. But episode 49, man, you heard it here. Dolphins win the East. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Lock it up, man. Put in your little... Future prediction parlays.
1: But, I mean, bro, my top three teams, teams—they, Dolphins, Jets, Bills, they're, they're all like they're one They're all win. contenders. They yeah. all I have them one win apart. So, I mean, yeah. Bills could win. I mean, you got the Dolphins and the same as the Bills. Yeah. yeah. As long as the Patriots, just they'll be in fourth. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see. Yeah. Uh, you can change their top three around. I'll buy it. Just leave the
0: Patriots in fourth. No doubt, man. Episode 49, man. East well episode 49 nfl predictions for the east afc nfc man apple music spotify amazon whatever you're listening on go to go go to go pod on tiktok man like comment share subscribe on the youtube man go to go you already know what to do until next week man we'll catch y'all peace